so welcome to Tark Tales, episode one. I'm gonna try something a little different for myself here. Um, gonna record myself telling a story out on the trail to share with folks in this time when we aren't really able to run together and share these type of trails, tales, uh, on our own. So it's gonna be replete with with my huffing and puffing and also with my mistakes and tangents and everything else. If any of you have ever run with me and heard me tell one of these stories, you definitely know I tend to go in very roundabout directions and I'm very long-winded, as this intro has proven. So, episode one, I've been thinking about for about an hour, and decided it's going to be the uh, first running of the Spring Classic. So, a little background on the Tark Trail series was that it was conceived on a post-Stone Cat run with myself, Bob Crowley, Bob Dieselson Crowley, uh, Chris C1 Haley, Chris C3 Martin, and Samuel Urich, who doesn't even need a trail name because if you know him, he's just pretty badass and awesome. And so Samuel Yurick is trail name enough. But at one point, we were running around Newton, Wellesley, I don't really know, some aqueduct trails or something. And Bob and I are running, and I asked him, I said, hey Bob, have you guys ever thought about doing a like another race? Maybe charging a little bit of money? Because at the time, DRB, Don't Run Boston, was the only um, was the only race we had, and it was free. So, Bob and I are talking, we're running along the trails and roads and talking, and that's about all I remember. And the next thing I know, it's a week or two into January, just after the, uh, the GAC... Mother's Day fat ass, where it had snowed and was quite cold. And Bob, Sam, myself are meeting in the parking lot of Birchard Park in Weston, where Bob lived at the time and was uh, very familiar with the trails. And all of our cars said it was probably about minus 9, minus 10 degrees. Um, So it was cold. And on top of that, during the week, we'd received about, I don't know, two, three feet of snow. Got to pull my mask up one second. So, no problem. Thanks. The differences of running right now. So, 
we meet, it's frigid cold, and I happen to be wearing the same cross-country spikes that I wore at the, uh, at the GAC fat ass, because I thought, well, if it's icy, like it was at GAC, these spikes were brilliant, super lightweight, but they had metal spikes on them, so I, while everyone else was slipping around, I had no problem. So, we all go, kind of joking about it. We've got handhelds. Bob's the only one who knew anything about the trails. So he had a course, oh, I wanted to take that turn. He had a course mapped out, and we start running. So, it's, let's just call it minus 10 degrees, and there's two feet of snow fresh snow on the ground. You cannot run in two feet of snow. So here we are trying to run the spring classic course for the first time. And you can't see any of the trails to begin with because they're all covered in two feet of snow. And oh, I got to pull my mask up again. Give me a second. All right, here we go. All right, hello. Um, so, with the trails all covered so deeply, you have to really kind of think that you're going to be hiking more and going very slowly. None of us thought about that. And if you're familiar with the Spring Classic course, there's a lot of marshy sections as well. So, when you step through two feet of snow into a swamp, your feet get wet. And when you can't see where you're going on the trail, you tend to get lost. And it takes a lot longer to travel anywhere. So, we're running, and an hour turns into two. All of our feet are wet, and I remember about two hours in, starting to feel like the metal spikes on my cross-country shoes were coming through into my feet, which was not pleasant, but, you know, you're running with a couple friends, you don't want to, you don't want to seem too wimpy, and so you keep going, you don't say anything, two hours, hello, two hours turns into three, turns into four, we don't end up actually running the course, but we get back to our cars, and we all kind of look at each other and ask, hey, how are your feet doing? All of us, very, very cold. So, little background again, I grew up in Vermont playing hockey, 
at a rink that was essentially outdoors and many, many times we'd arrive for practice. I can pull my mask down again. And it would, uh, there was a bank just before the rink. This is in Stowe, Vermont. And the, the thermometer on that bank clock, those digital bank clocks, often was negative 10, negative 15. So in the, let's say, 10 years that I played hockey there, not once did I get frostbite or even frost nip. So Bob, Sam, and I, after essentially hiking through the uh, Spring Classic course in knee-deep snow, and knee-deep on me, which is pretty dang deep, are all getting back into our cars, frozen solid, and we're kind of like, all right, time to go. Mission failed. We didn't actually end up being able to get the uh, course figured out like we wanted. So we get in the car, I crank the heat, and I'm actually really, really worried now that those guys are in their cars. I'm really worried about my feet. So heading back to the highway on Route 20, any of you who know Weston will know there's a gas station with the dunks. I pulled over there and I tried to take my shoes off. So, turns out this was a process and very, very challenging, very difficult because I had blocks of ice on the outside edge of both of my feet running from about halfway up my pinky toe all the way down to um, about halfway on my heel that from the water and moisture it had collected and then just frozen on me um, during our run. And I start kind of freaking out because I can't feel my foot at all and I can see what's on it and I can't get my sock off because of this these two huge ice cubes on my feet. So, all right, time to get onto the road here. Um, so, I finally very slowly kind of peel, pulling the mask up again, kind of peel my socks off very delicately, just imagining that uh, I'm going to be pulling skin with it. I don't, but I get home, and we had a couple little kids at that point. So, Liz, my spouse, asks me, oh, how's the run? How are you? You know, I've been gone for four or five hours, and it's below zero the whole time. And I was like, oh, it was great, it was great. I go up to the bathroom, 
to take a shower and as soon as I get in the water these huge giant blisters form along the side of my feet and I'm just starting to think of like all the disaster books I've read on Mount Everest so kind of deal with this probably foolishly popped the blisters that formed and I just was like went downstairs and I was like Liz I really messed up she was like what explain the situation she kind of shakes her head so get in touch with Bob and Sam and I know Bob had the same sort of issues on his feet but not sure if Sam did you know again Sam is essentially a god who doesn't feel pain or complain about things like these so he was probably fine um, I'm just more of a complainer so anyway that the the conclusion of the story was none of us lost any toes or feet or appendages um, although we came close and that was the very first running of Tark's first spring classic on a frigid below zero day in two feet of snow. So hopefully many of you have been able to enjoy that course and that trail since that day. Looking forward to hearing some other Tark tales from people.